Welcome, everybody. We are here. We are back. Yeah. We are in charge. It feels like we're home again, kind I of. I know. I know. It feels right. It feels right. We put this off for so long because <laughs> it is so long. Yeah. But I can't help but say that we are ultimately excited for this. If you not know, I am Mills. I'm here with Platinum Chanel Boy himself, Jeff. Yes, yes. And this is The Lookout, episode 73, and we're entering back into the world of Dragon Ball. And I can't be, I'm just so, you know, <laughs> we've watched this so many times that you know, we just know this like the back of our hand. Yeah, no, truly. And and I think, like, we've also watched so much, like, so many more anime uh, since getting back on Dragon Ball Z that mm-hmm. watching it is, like, it's kind of refreshing, to be honest with you, uh, rewatching it, it, you know. It is. It is. It's definitely refreshing. I feel like I have a new perspective on anime just in general. Yeah, so I have yeah. a new perspective to add to like Dragon Ball. And, I totally agree. And kind of, you know, there's definitely places where I think they could have improved, but then yeah, there are also places yeah. like you're you're not going to get anything like this any mm-hmm. kind of where else. And you kind of see why it's t- kind of top tier, at least for mm-hmm. kids in the demographic that we were in <clears throat> when you we started watching it. You see the flaws a lot more if you... If you watch some of the things that's been coming out in 2020, 2019, uh, or like mm-hmm. even the past decade for that matter, and then we, you watch this, you're like, oh, that was ugly. But yeah. you know, again, it's Dragon Ball Z, and yeah, like you said, it's it's top tier, it's still legendary, it's you know one of the goats. So yeah, of course, we're still here. Listen, we have. I want to I want to <clears throat> let everybody know that before we start things off, please follow the Lookout RNC on Twitter. If you're yes. not following us already, please subscribe to the Lookout RNC Radio on on I don't I said iTunes, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify, and I think I'm gonna subscribe us. I think I'm gonna put us on the Amazon has a new podcast thing. I think I'm yeah, going to include yeah. us there because why not be available anywhere where there's podcasts? So I think they're taking over the to, world. So we might as well, you know. I'm gonna add us there. Amazon has a podcast thingy now. Uh, I, I'm just assuming if you have Amazon Prime, you know red-blooded american at this point uh it's a it's a necessity for sure it's 100 a necessity yeah you can just subscribe there but you can subscribe to apple Podcasts, <clears throat> spotify google Podcasts, iheart radio youtube mm-hmm. i think we'll start putting up more episodes on youtube um yeah. But yeah please rate subscribe all that other good stuff that we want to promote for ourselves and we can continue to give you guys amazing content honestly even if you didn't rate or subscribe we still would give amazing content but please do rate and subscribe because we give you very important content very important thank you for everyone for supporting the lookout this far this is actually a pretty big week for the lookout we've had um, huge you got manga of the month which i'm assuming by the time this podcast comes out you will have heard it or if you haven't heard it please slide back to the big eyes podcast which came out on monday and you can hear them talk about everything that they talk about this week um of course we have the return of the lookout ta-da that's right we are Um, here on wednesday tomorrow we have the debut what else we got? Jeff's new show, along with yeah. uh, along with Eric. Yes, sir. Showdown. 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 It's a good time, man. It's actually a really it, it, it it's a it's a lot funnier than I anticipated because Eric was trying to tiptoe around my passion for Miriam. So uh, <laughs> he's a chairman guy, you know. So it was pretty annoying. But yeah. Oh my god! Good, All right. So day. listen, you have you have at least that to look forward to on Wednesday, <laughs> yeah. Thursday. We're dropping a new episode of Mount Silver mm-hmm. for the people who are playing the Crown Tundra. Jeff, have you touched it yet? As of the no, recording, no. Of this I'm actually, I'm actually, I meant to start last night. I knocked out fairly early, and today is my day where, you know, the Pokemon Master myself, I am, I am back today. So, uh, well, I'll listen. be doing that while watching football mostly. All right, listen. How I mean, to be honest with you, how long do you think you can? I have a system, and maybe this is like Mount Silver talking. Maybe we should talk about it on Mount Silver, but you know, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. I have a system where I play it a certain amount, and then mm-hmm. after I feel like a chapter or a segment is done, I turn mm-hmm. off the game. Right? Um, are you someone who plays um, it just like you can continue to stand it like all the way through, and like I can do this for four hours? I can get yeah. all these legendaries in one sitting. I'll, yeah, I'll probably finish it tonight. To be honest with you. Um, I'll probably continue to play. You know, I'm still into the the shiny game and, and all that fun stuff. So I'll probably be playing it throughout the week, but I'll probably finish the main course of it today, honestly. 
yeah well yeah. a lot of legendaries aren't shiny locked uh so yeah yeah if you want to continue to play it and reset it you're gonna i've be been careful. quiet about it and you know, i see everybody else is doing their thing which is great so i've just been kind of like I, I really don't know much about it you know to be honest with you besides like visually and what pokemon are in it but i don't know really mm -hmm. what it looks like or anything so i'm jumping into it like blind and i'm, I'm really excited well, there you go. You have that to look forward to on Thursday. A new episode of Mount Silver. And we should have some special Mount Silver content coming up before the end of this week as well. Yeah. Um, just for Halloween. So make sure you stay tuned to that. But yeah, we got everything on the lookout. We got everything <clears throat> there. I want to, now that we're delving back into the Dragon Ball world, which we love. I'm just happy to say it. We love. We really do. Oh, first of all, first of all, before I move on any further, before I move on any, any further, I want to give a shout out to sick pencil yes at him on twitter at him oh, on man. instagram at him Amazing. on everything follow him everywhere and let him know what a great job he did just on our promotional artwork for this the series of episodes that we're doing honestly mm -hmm. i'm putting the promotional artwork everywhere so it's so good if um, you so. yeah if you do not listen it's gonna be everywhere it's it's amazing it's worth looking at. Um, it's worth multiple glances. I'm going to put it everywhere. I'm going to put it on our YouTube. I'm going to put it on our Instagram. I might even change our damn avatar so it's reflective of it. Yeah. But I'm I mean, putting it, it everywhere. Like it was made, you know, for the for Dragon Ball. <laughs> like it is it's it's a beautiful beautiful poster. Can I say this and I just want to uh, I think he might be listening, but I just want to say this in terms of story last week we essentially like oh we need to get this done i hit i i was recommended by another great artist sober pen so shout out to sober pen as well i was recommended by another great artist to reach out to him it was like yo i need work done like can you recommend anyone to get this thing done like quickly we need it like yesterday but actually like next thursday and he was like yo hit up my guy da, 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 da. um had a great conversation just a great guy um from the west coast from I want to say, I don't want to say, I don't want to get it wrong from where he's from. I think it's Compton. I'm not sure. Quote me. You can always DM me and Compton? tell me. Yeah. You can always tell me that I'm wrong. But either way, he's made amazing work overall. You look at his he Instagram. Is from Compton. He is from Compton. It, you, look at his, uh, you look at his artwork, everything. And it, yes, it, I should have known because of all the great Nipsey stuff that he's done. You look at his artwork, you look at his Instagram, you look at everything that he's done, and it's amazing. So I would reach out to him if you need a commission, um, if he's accepting commissions. I know how artists get very, very busy and get stacked a lot. So I would reach out to him, but he did an amazing job. And trust me, you will be seeing this artwork <clears throat> everywhere. You yeah. will be seeing it. But with that said, I had to get that out of the way. Let's revisit something that we haven't talked about in quite a while. What's that? What's that? And that is the Dragon Ball Super manga. Oh. Because I say this Goku's because, up to his old shenanigans. Yes, it, it quite a stir <laughs> on the internet over the last week. So the not even I don't even say a week. It's been like a two weeks of like yeah. hellfire and brimstone for this man because obviously panels leaked, everything starts to leak. It showed Goku giving Moro a sensu bean similar right. to the thing that he did in the Cell Saga. What are you doing? Um, it shows Moro now taking advantage of the goodwill Goku as they all do and <laughs> somehow becoming even stronger or something along those lines. So it's a, it got a lot of uh, Dragon Ball fans up in the floor. What were your thoughts on kind of the entire thing? Um, you know, I don't, um, I, I'm not sure. Like, I, I guess they want to continue to make sure that we know that this is still Goku, no matter what. I think he's like, you know, when I was, when I was like looking at these panels on Twitter, I was like, how old is this man? You know, like to the point where I was like, how old is Goku in Dragon Ball Super? He's like 37, 38 years old. Mm. Oh, what, what, when, is he ever going to like become any more intelligent? No. Like, <laughs> no. No. it's no, like the that, fact that, that he reached out to Moro like, and said, have, he, he reached out to Moro and said, have you ever trained before? Because if you trained, you would be so strong right now and I would let you go. Because you oh, would just train Goku? stronger, and I could fight you in the future. And I know it's not a saying thing because Vegeta wouldn't allow that shit. <laughs> no, you know what I'm trying to say? Like Vegeta would not allow that shit. So it's not a saying thing. This is a Goku thing. I think it's that like I grew up on Earth. 
you know, like, I'm kind of soft, even though I'm the strongest warrior in the world type shit. Like, he's just, he's weird. It's the thrill of the fight for him. That's what he wants. He wants people to continue to test him. And he wants to continue to test his strength and reach new limits I get for it, whatever man. reason. Come but on, at the risk of putting the rest of the earth in danger. Jesus Christ, I mean, Goku. Moro is like the most dangerous thing that we've probably seen up to date. You know, which is as it should be as far as, you know, when you're talking about antagonists and, and stories. But I, I don't know. I can't believe that they turned the clock on us with this. I really, I really can't. Mm. It's actually hilarious. I, well, luckily, luckily for everyone involved, it's almost done. It's honestly been almost two years since this arc started in the manga. So the fact that it's continued for so long on a month to month basis with about how many pages they put in a, in a chapter 55 or something along mm-hmm. those lines that's continued this long and str- they managed to stretch it out this long and the anime is still not done yet which um, kind of hurts me because that means this arc in the anime is going to be like a year and a half process probably so yeah I, you know i want to say they've started so here's i'm the sure thing. they have i'm sure they have it's though. it was weird because super the anime finished before, not, I don't say the anime finished before the manga, but the Tournament of Power arc mm-hmm. finished in the anime long before the mo- it finished in the manga. Actually, like probably like seven, eight months before it finished in the manga. So it wasn't like, okay, we have the blueprint to do all of this. Now I'm kind of wondering, are we going to be surprised in the same way? Are we going to be thrilled or are we just going to be admiring what they've taken from the manga and made into an anime kind of like everything else. Right. I feel like if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you're staying tuned to the manga because you just need something to hold you over. There's new Dragon Ball content coming out. It's yeah. still it's still been five years since they started Super Back. And we went for probably 15 years without new Dragon Ball content. So it's much needed at this point. But There's also plenty of people that like love Dragon Ball but don't read the manga. So Yeah. You know, this experience I mean, will be fair. completely new for them, too. You know? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But with that said, Chapter 65, this more arc is um, almost done. So it'll be interesting to see what they kind of have planned next. They're yeah. expected to start a new arc either in the chapter or the chapter after that. So we could be starting 2021 with a whole new journey, a whole new thing. Um, but with that said, let's get into what we came to talk about on this episode, my friend. Oh boy, the dynamic <laughs> and Frieza saga. Yeah, I'm gonna call this dynamic saga thus far. I'll let you know when we get to the Frieza saga. Yeah, because that's basically what it is right now. Yeah, it's a. But you could you could label this entire thing as a Frieza saga because Frieza is so prominent in this entire thing. He is. But this one is so important. It's so I guess notable because I think honestly this has been. If you grew up in the 90s, late anime, this was the kind of thing that you saw. This was the, this was the most, if if there's all, how can I say this? This arc has the most viewership, probably, out of any modern anime. Yeah. Ever. Well, yeah, <laughs> the, the importance is, is so dominant because it was during that, I feel like that true, real phase of anime being popular in the in the west so mm-hmm. you know and and us at our age we were well, the first home. phase the f- real first phase not the fr- i don't want to say the first phase because if you go back to like speed racer like I, that yeah, was I, I know that was yeah. an anime that became popular in the west but it's not on the level of like okay yeah, now there's this influx and here's the thing. here's the genre yeah, yeah, and you know we we had a we had a set schedule at that point. We were getting home, we were watching this thing. It was on a popular channel, you know. It was just things that like it, it struck with us, and it was just it was cool, you know. Like it, it was a, it was a really fun thing and cool thing to see. And the time that we grew up, man, I mean, you already know what that is. We 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 grabbed things and we levitate to it, and we we kept with it. We stuck to it. So also, you know, real antagonist shit and like real things that seemed violent but still within our range to understand dragon ball z namek frieza like this is this is like the real deal for me so um i wouldn't have been able to understand anime in its full capacity without this so yeah you know no you're 100 right i think 
just this important this arc is probably the most important to the dragon ball franchise because this is the one that said okay we're going to make more and we're going mm-hmm. to continue making this because people love it and you look at it i mean we've talked about this at length for a number of episodes there's many episodes as we've gone over dragon ball but this is this was part of a lot of people's childhood this was a lot of a lot of people's like you said coming home and watching it this mm-hmm. was at one point, one of the highest rated shows on television. Yeah, yeah. In the demo that they all, that everyone looks for, it's the 8 to 14 demo or something along those lines. Those are the kids who are going to want the Christmas presents. Those are the kids who are going to want the video games. Those are the kids that are going to want everything else. So to be able to be so dominant in that genre on cable television, it's yeah. not even like it's network television, it's huge. It's huge. Um, it's a, this is just, this arc is just so important. Let's talk about last time on the lookout. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to include some bit of last time on the lookout with also the stuff that we just skipped over and <laughs> not really going to talk yeah, about. We don't, we don't need it. We don't need it. So last time that we actually covered Dragon Ball, it was the Saiyan saga. So mm-hmm. shout out to us um, for just being amazing. Last time we did it, the Z Warriors just defeated Vegeta. Vegeta retreats back to Frieza Planet 79. Oh, for the planet. Tells <laughs> uh, you no, how much, how much no. like shit he was taken, man. Free the planet seventy nine. <laughs> like, come on. And I don't even have names for these anymore. Do you want to call it by its original name? No, it's a freeze no, the planet now. The freeze the planet, and it's called freeze the planet seventy nine. That's too many. Uh, Krillin informs the group about the Namekian Dragon Balls because he overheard it from I think the Saiyans or Piccolo or a conversation between them, but he informs them about the Mickey, the Mickey and Dragon Balls. Actually, it was probably the Saiyans because they yeah. were pretty much like, oh, just body Piccolo then. You don't need him anymore. <laughs> so he forms yeah. it and it's decided they're going to take a trip to Namek so they can wish back their friends. Boma wants to use one of the same pods, accidentally blows it up. Shout out to that. It was Namek's, was, or Nappa's, wasn't it? It was Nappa's. Or, it was Nappa's yeah, old yeah. pod. Blew it up. So Bulma and Mr. Popo take a trip to the ghetto. Pope, Mr. Popo got the crib, man. Listen. He left the lookout. <laughs> he don't get out the crib often. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> no, not at all. But you know what? You're right, because that should be a lot more <laughs> notable <laughs> than it is. He never leaves the crib, bro. He never leaves the he crib. He never, on the very rarest of occasions, he will leave the crib. He, This is one... I think a little bit earlier when he gathers the seven Dragon Balls mm-hmm. to no, actually a little bit later in the arc, he's going to gather the seven Dragon Balls to wish you know people off of Namek and et cetera, et cetera. But rarely leaves the lookout, and he really can't leave now because Kami's dead. So who's really watching the lookout now? Like <laughs> we are. Did you tell Corin like yo? Did <laughs> you yo. and I up there? <laughs> yo, Corin, <laughs> make sure if you see anyone going up, just stop him. Just stop him right here. Um, so they go over to the ghetto. And the ghetto called Yanzibit Heights. Mm, Yanzibit, that you know, and Yanzibit Heights sounds like the hood. Yeah, it don't sound it right. Really anything with the heights. Yeah, anything, anything with. <laughs> it the don't heights. sound gentrified yet, my friend. It just sounds, yo, know, it's where Piccolo grew up. So you know that you know he had a harsh life growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go over to Yanzibit Heights, where that originally to find a spaceship that originally belonged to the nameless Namekian. The Namekian that we talked about, you know the Namekian that we're talking about. We talked about this during the Android saga. Yeah. My name, my Namek my, is my Namek. My, my name Namek. is my name. <laughs> Who am I? Who? <laughs> I am not Piccolo or Kami. I am the Namekian it's, whose name has been long lost to it's time. Still, it's still funny how we just like they just kind of like they just moved on from that. Like we never even really got anywhere else for that. Like, you know, the, like, they the didn't even like it. Was, Namekian, son of Katas. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't speak about Katas too often. I don't think anyone speaks about Katas too often. How familiar are you with Katas? I'm not familiar with any Namekians, man. I think they're pointless. <laughs> they Katas, just tell a, tell a good bottom story, man. Okay, so Katas is the father that would be known of the nameless Namekian. And the nameless Namekian would be the person who splits into the demon Piccolo and Kami, Kami yeah. who would then 
the demon Piccolo would then shoot out an egg and birth Piccolo Jr., which is known as the Piccolo today. So Katas is the grandfather of Piccolo that we know thus far. Yes. Um, He was a very smart, very reputable Namekian during the previous era of Namek. They exist? I mean, he he was talked about by um at some point during this arc, he's mentioned by Guru when they talk about Kami. You know, oh, we have a Namekian on our planet, and he's the guardian. And he's like, oh, right. son of Katas, he oh, made okay. it to the planet. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gives us a little bit, you know, this this section. I think it gives us a little bit of backstory of Piccolo of Kami. And I'm honestly, what we're doing now is doing a lot more effort into that backstory than they do in the show because this is kind of where it ends. I guess it is needed because it's one of the reasons why I think Namikians don't even have the respect that they deserve to an extent yeah. because they don't they don't really they the the creators the history really isn't told. It. Yeah, they just use them as like a as like a an outline for the for mm-hmm. the important things that happen. Um, watch these people get murdered because they have Dragon Balls. Right. So it's like there's so much history. I mean, you see the first it's like viewing. Okay, so how can I say this? It's like viewing Goku. You realize he's a Saiyan. Oh, there used to be a planet of Saiyans. Oh, we're getting a bunch of history. On the other side of the coin, you have Piccolo and you have Kami. These green guys, you've never seen them before. They're called demons. Now you realize, I mean, Goku was once an Earthling. He is not a Saiyan. Piccolo was once a demon. Now he's a Namekian. So you're adding a little bit of the history. You're you're opening up the, the world, which is what Dragon Ball Z is. You're opening past Earth itself and into the galaxies and into the universe. That's what every kind of step a new era of Dragon Ball kind of does. Dragon Ball kind of kept it close to Earth. It used to be in certain things, and then it became a world sort of you know, excursion, Dragon Ball Z takes it a step further. They travel throughout the universe, travel throughout the cosmos. Dragon Ball Super takes it further, multiple universes, the entire, you know, ethos or whatever the hell it is, learn about all types of different things. Right. So you have this backstory of the Namekian people. And in, in, in short, the backstory of it is Piccolo was sent to this planet. I hate the fact that the story is so similar to Goku's, kind of in a way. Um, they got lazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. They yeah, called no. it. Yeah, so they, just, Pic- they just called it, I think. Goku's was like, oh, Freeze is about to destroy this planet. I mean, in the in the new version, Freeze is about to destroy this planet. Let's send our son away. Or as opposed to like, we're sending our son to planets to blow shit up. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't. It, it it kind of depends on whichever story you want to go to now. Exactly. Um, but the Namek story is that there was a major climate storm effect, something disastrous that wiped out almost all of the Mechians. It and to kind of um, beat that, they sent Piccolo and I think a few other Namics. We still haven't learned about the other Namics, but they pretty much <laughs> sent out. A couple more dynamics and say, okay, we got to get them off this planet so our, you know, thing can survive. Our, right. our race can sort of survive, even if no one survives on this thing. Um, the only one who survives the eventual destruction, the initial destruction of Namek is Guru. And Guru is then tasked to repopulating Namek, which where we get to Namek right now. It would be a great TV special, manga chapter, something. <laughs> would, you, would you accept an, an entire, like, Namek show? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh like a God. like a little uh give you me an episode give me a tv special a miniseries no you don't even want six no <laughs> no there's not they're battling weather what are they battling like it's oh, not yeah. a true destruction unless you like we learned about unless it's like <laughs> so they do it in like namek's like wakanda and oh, wow. <laughs> it's like this highly technologically advanced shit and dynamic two, right? A whole another planet we just didn't know about. Everyone's wearing their sacred garb. It's beautiful. It's lush. Technology's so advanced. Mm. No one has learned about this planet because it's in the depths of the universe somewhere. <laughs> and then some storm comes in and fucks it up, and that is the end of everything. And and Guru himself, who should be a lot more scarred than he is, but I guess he's more grateful and um, old uh, now should do it but you know if they decide to take that and just really decided to give history and like okay we're giving this credence we're giving this culture we're doing a little bit thing i'm not mad at it 
but I don't see them doing that. <laughs> but you don't want six episodes. You want like one. That's like maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like one that's yeah. an hour long and call it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine Black Panther was like 12 episodes. Like. I know, right? Well, but you're right, though. I feel like we do have, there is enough history that they just haven't given us for them to do it. I just don't know if it'll ever be done. Well, that's my that's my major gripe against kind of everything. Kind of looking back at, it, back at it now, reading a lot of anime, kind of exploring a lot of different things, revisiting this arc, which I haven't done in quite some time to mm-hmm. like really pay attention to it. That's kind of one of my major irks with it, but we'll get to that when we get to that. So the gang, Krillin, Gohan, and Bulma depart for Namek without Goku. First mistake. But, you know, we got to do things. So who's messed up right now, man? Yeah, he's still, his legs, his arms, everything is broken. Eastern medicine has not gone as far as it did to restore people yet. But luckily they have Sensu Beans that's going to show up eventually. This was kind of a playback to Dragon Ball. It was. And... I guess as a kid, well, as a kid, I definitely didn't know it because as a kid, I never saw Dragon Ball. But it's it's something that they've tried now. They haven't really done it in Super, but they tried it in GT again with the whole Trunks Goku Pan thing. Um, how did you feel about this kind of like revisit to kind of, oh, we're doing an adventure thing now? Um, do you feel like we're past that in Dragon Ball Z? I do, personally, but like I also... I'm telling you that in the vision that I saw Dragon Ball as an adult and not mm-hmm. prior. So if I would have saw Dragon Ball before I watched Dragon Ball Z ever as a kid, I may have been a little bit more into it and a little bit more excited to see it because that's kind of what Dragon Ball, it kind of was, you know, that's, that's basically what it was. And watching it as an adult or, you know, even like a teenager talking about Z, I, I, I just, you know how those episodes were. You know, yeah. like once it ended, we had to wait for the next. And so yeah. this kind of stuff was, I guess, it was the boring part, you could say. Like, I mean, I don't even want to call it filler because a lot of it is interesting stuff. Rewatching it now, I don't, but it is, it is kind of filler. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> called it filler. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like fun. And, and, you know, it is, it's, Boma's always cool. And I don't mind. Actually, watching, I guess it's not filler, technically. Mm. I'm saying it's not, but it is like when we're really, talking about the things that happen in Dragon it's Ball. It's filler elements, yes. It wouldn't be filler in Dragon Ball, though. It would be a part of what Dragon Ball is. Right, it would be. You know? Actually, so, I guess you know. so. I mean, all the fake Dragon Balls, the fake Namek, the yeah. the, the aliens. Yeah, I like, probably the, little, okay. the little alien story, like... Well, their power, they're OP, they, like, first of all. Like, they're pretty strong. Like, I mean, at least their ability is like, what the hell? I... I did not watch those episodes. I remember it. I specifically, well, I I remember it because I read it last night. Um, about them, like, okay, they see into Bulma's thoughts and they're like, oh, let's do this. Yeah. Let's deceive them. Like, and then we're going to the take their ship. And then we're going to go to Namek. If they had managed to reach Namek, they would have got wiped off the face. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it would have been a no contest for sure. But, you know, it, it is kind of filler. It's, it's, it's fun here and there, but it is an ode to Dragon Ball. You're actually, you're absolutely right. Um, I just wasn't that interested in it as far as Z because Z is just way more violent, and uh, that's what I wanted right. at that time. <laughs> um, the best things about these episodes, I would say, the fits. Yeah, the fits are hard. Yeah, um, finally we got some new fits. Krillin's Krillin's specific, very specific space traveling that is never seen anywhere else because mm-hmm. he, you know. By the time he gets to Namek, he transforms back to the Gi. Once he gets, you know, he boards the plane with his his jacket, his entire thing, very hard. Fit jack on point. Um, Bama walking around in her underwear on a spaceship. Yeah. But the well, she's room. always she's always she's always fly, even if it is yeah. around uh, miners. You know, <laughs> she gets it done. You know, she doesn't care. She's in the bathtub all the time, and she's. Like you said, walking around her draws with kids around, you know, she she's she's a bit strange, right. but she, she's fly. I would say the only important thing about this, these skipped episodes. I'm calling this the skip episode arc because you're not getting me to watch these episodes. Reach the dynamic, <laughs> please. This in, the most important part is you're learning about kind of the true I don't want to call it clout, the true influence of Frieza yeah. on the entire universe. 
you kind of see how small the earth was because there is no mention of Frieza on earth. No one knows about Frieza on earth. No one knew about it. I mean, you get the first mention actually by King Kai who talks about a little bit on his planet when Goku's, you know, blah, blah, blah. But this is like, oh, wow. He is feared amongst the entire universe. The buildup is starting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you're building up this villain. It's like, it's, it's kind of in a new way. As opposed to like Dragon Ball or Drag or even the earliest part of Dragon Ball Z, but you're kind of building up this villain. It's like, oh, it's now in the entire universe. It's kind of an ecosystem, kind of a community. You bring it all together with this fear of Frieza. I love it. Yeah, um, definitely. But you're right. The skipped episodes because this shit really doesn't start kicking off till we see till we meet Zarbon and Dodoria and obviously Frieza. You know what I'm saying? So these were just like here's a little quick intro of how scared everyone is. <laughs> um, the arc really starts to me when they land on the planet and all hell breaks loose I, I, I personally love the landing on the planet thing because then you see Vegeta land a few minutes after mm-hmm. you immediately they sense Frieza and it's like immediately okay we're getting this thing started like things are happening immediately we waited those skipped episodes things are happening all types of things and it becomes a three team I guess a three team race for the Dragon Balls yeah. You got Team Vegeta. Who are you with? Team Vegeta, Team Frieza, or Team Earth? Who am I with at this moment? Who are you with? Yeah. Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, you know, he his mission is extremely clear, and there's nothing really going to stop him. Although after that, I would say Vegeta. Um, because I do understand <laughs> I do understand uh, uh, what, what Vegeta is. Not Team Earth is. at all? No, not at all. Not at all. Because like you said, they should have never left without Goku. Hmm. They shouldn't have. Although if they if they did wait, if they did wait, I don't know the time lapse between when they left and Goku actually the ship was done and he left. But if they did wait, then you know, maybe a few more Namikians would have died. I mean, that doesn't really matter to anybody. And you know, maybe Vegeta Vegeta would have done some other things. I'm, I'm not sure, but no, I'm not with Team Earth at all, man. This is not a team I would really run with. I wouldn't have went with them. I love... <laughs> no. <laughs> no um, I'm not going with them at that time. Actually, no, no, I wouldn't. I no mean, way, Krillin... Uh, Krillin has... Uh, I mean, what do you... Solar Flare... Krillin has a power level of 5,000. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. No, I'm not... He's not even not stronger doing. than the five-year-old. Uh, yeah, I'm not here for that. But let's see. Okay, so my favorite part, obviously, is before they actually land, and you know, I'll I'll skip back a little bit. Vegeta gets out his healing chamber. He's like, I gotta go head to over to Namek, and he finds out that Frieza beat him there already. Mm-hmm. And Frieza's been there. Frieza had been listening through the scouters. They heard all about the Namek thing. Heard about all his little renegade ass plans. Said, "Listen, we're going to Namek. Oh, we immortality. I didn't know that was on the menu." Oh, let's head over to Namek. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's head over to Namek. Get these. They're dragon damn balls. near the same person at this point, almost. Like, yeah, let's <laughs> kill these villagers. You know what? I I normally, as Frieza, never go myself, but for the chance of immortality, I will gas up this the the this this little chair thing, <laughs> my little like mobile hover hover chair unit. I will really? gas it up. Do you, do you think that was their way of like? keeping Frieza hidden to an extent of like, because at this point, all we really see him do is lift his finger up every now and then, you know, and like Mm. slap his tail against his, against his ship. Like, wait till I get up out this shit and I'll show y'all. I feel like it's more so like a royalty thing. Like I I do. I get that too. Like, I don't, I'm not going to walk anywhere or fly anywhere on my own. You know, Lord Frieza doesn't fly. Listen, Lord Frieza doesn't tread on, I don't. I don't want to get Namek on my feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, even even Zarbon, when he gets upset, the balls. it does. Yeah, it does take. <laughs> that's funny. It does take. <laughs> it does take him a second to like. When Frieza gets aggravated, it's the first time he gets aggravated. He's gonna send somebody on you. You know, he's gonna he's mm-hmm. gonna like Dodoria, Zarbon, do do this real quick for me. Now, if if you push him to that next level, which we'll end up seeing a little later on. That's when he's like, "All right, you know what, man? Let me step up out this damn, this damn hover pod." <laughs> um. All right. So 
in terms of going back to the Earthling thing, the Earthlings finally arrive on Namek. Originally supposed to be five days to get to Namek. It ends up taking 34 days because they got lost multiple times, of as course. you can say, by the skipped episodes. They sent the massive power levels. They looked at the radar. One of the radars says four Dragon Balls. They're like, oh, there's four Dragon Balls in one place. How convenient. I hope nothing evil is there collecting the Dragon Balls. Oh, yeah. Use your head. Uh, uh, they're also shocked when they see Vegeta land minutes later. Also, they're ambushed by the Frieza Force, who goes around the planet and be like, yo, who are those very albino-looking people? Um, who they are then taken out by Gohan and Krillin. And then Gohan and Krillin is like, okay, we're out to find the Dragon Balls. Um, slide over to Vegeta. Let's do a little profile on Vegeta. We haven't talked about yeah. Vegeta in a while. Let's talk about him, man. He is no longer, I think, the villain, and more so now the anti-hero. Sure. I'm... Yeah, no. He's still I, a little I, bit villain. He's still a little bit villain. Yeah, it. you're going to see him kill some Namekians, um, which, again, it's, it's fine with me. But, you know, I, <laughs> I uh, with Vegeta, his purpose has kind of it's, it's changed. He's not really thinking upon evil ways. He's just trying to get these Dragon Balls. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 per, I agree with you. Absolutely. Like, he's not like, because, I mean, I guess if, the, if that was his case, he would just go to Namek and blow it up. You know what I'm saying? And call it a day. But, I mean, he has a purpose. He's there for a reason. He He's there for the Dragon Balls specifically. But he's not alone. He was followed immediately by Kui. Let's talk about Kui. Let's talk about Kui. <laughs> Kui. He's in several games. Uh, he gets, More he games. For whatever reason. Too many? A little bit too many. Between Kui and who's the other guy that Vegeta fights at the beginning of the Boo arc? I want to say it's Pui Pui. Pui is it Pui Pui? Pui Pui and Kui? Just, is it Pui Pui? Yes, it's definitely Pui Pui. Um, a little bit too much. A little bit too much. But I like the fact he's Vegeta's first adversary. It's a clear divide now. Vegeta is not Frieza Force. I don't rep that gang no more. So yeah, all this talking that you're doing is not going to work on me. It's also the harsh reality that Saiyans get stronger after every battle, which is 100% unfair, but it is what it is. It is what it is. And they're black. Yeah, so <clears throat> Vegeta ruthlessly and impressively destroys Kui as soon as Kui lands on the planet. This is Vegeta body <laughs> number one. Yeah. Number one. Let's count him down because he 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 kills some people. Number one. I did this on Lookout Hours. I'm doing this here. It's, it's his body number one. Because there's a lot of bodies that fall um, to Vegeta's hands on this planet specifically. Zarbon picks it up on the scatter. He's like, yo, I think Vegeta, who's never been over the power level of 18,000. By the way, do you miss power levels? Do you miss scouters? Man, I don't Do you miss care. the simplicity of it? I like I like the the scouters were visually, I think they're cool. But I don't think we they're needed. I do miss power levels. So. Um, I miss the I, simplicity of it. Yeah, I know that now and and where we are currently in the Dragon Ball world, like it's totally irrelevant and keeping up with them would be just too much. Um, mm-hmm. But at this point, man, power levels were so fun because they actually put a they put a number between you know, so we knew who was where and how strong that person was. I thought it was cool, like at, you know and how they're improving. Yeah, yeah. I used to go on forums back in the day, like and just have a full list of you know everyone's power level and i could always skim okay so that's where piccolo kind of set or that's where gohan was around this and you know it was it was good times like you know this is obviously before internet was really without weighted clothing (laughs) right interesting okay that that works i like that super saiyan that's how strong you know and it's just like you you really get to see the difference between frieza's transformations too i it was nice. It was nice. And obviously we know that they're getting stronger, but we didn't know where they set between everyone else. And so, yeah, it was a simple right. time for sure. But now it, it was, was simple. Irrelevant. Yeah, it was linear. I think it was different than most other animes who kind yeah. of just like always use techniques to determine how strong techniques and will and power of friendship and et cetera, et cetera, yeah. um, to de- determine how much stronger someone is than at someone else. So, you know, it was interesting. They had their own little scale. It was. It worked for a while. It no longer works. It no longer does anything. That's fine. Zarbon picks up on a scouter. Frieza says, "I'm not worried at all." <laughs> Fuck Kui. Kui <laughs> <laughs> is not. Kui isn't even the strongest Doria to my left. If Kui dies, it is a blip on the radar. 
Come I on, have, Frieza. Listen, I got more queens at Frieza Planet 79, okay? Come it's on, not a, It's not even a thing, but he's well aware of Vegeta's plan to topple him. He's yeah. like, I know Vegeta came to this planet to look for the Dragon Balls, to become immortal, so one day he could rise up and kick my ass. I, I actually I'm not let that happen. Man, I love that Frieza didn't give a shit about this. Um, and the reason why is because it continues his legend. It's like, man, if mm-hmm. he doesn't care, if he doesn't care about this, then he really must be on some other shit from a power standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think they they have to keep showing that to us. Like, it's irrelevant. Some of these things around him are so irrelevant. We don't really know how powerful he is at this point, but they're hinting at it just by his negligence to care about what whatever else is happening. And that is like important to try to build his character up. Like, damn, this man Frieza must be really on some other shit. He's like, you know, Vegeta. Hmm. I guess. Like, (laughs) you kidding me? I blew up his planet. I don't really. You think I'm worried about this? Ah, I'll see him eventually. Yeah, that, that's and his I'll, attitude. And I'll check him myself. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if he pulls up, so be it, Zarbon. I'm not tripping about this shit. Let's let's keep this shit going. Yeah. All right. And 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 let's talk about Zarbon, Dorian, Frieza. First sure. of all, Zarbon. I don't want to say boy. a big three, but <laughs> <laughs> Zarbon got the Hardy Boy sleeves. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, listen, the big three thus far. The big three for Vegeta, maybe. I don't know. They don't really last that long, but. Uh, the first impressions, they're sticking up in the Mechian villages for the Dragon Balls. Running they get up. the fourth one. They're flying off to the fifth one right now. Uh, we get our first look at non-Piccolos and non-Kamina Mechians. Not impressed. Not impressed at all. Impressed. Um, we're now moving over to the section which I unfortunately call the Mechian Genocide. Uh, Why unfortunately? You don't want to see a race, no race, you know, suffer any sort of a genocide. Even mm. the Mechians. The Mechians are peace-loving people. They created the Dragon Balls. That's why they died. <laughs> I mean, they're weak. You know, they're weak, man. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you like this real quick, because this is something I really just, I'm not going to say I didn't remember it, but like, again, watching as an adult, man, Dodoria is on some other shit in this these pieces right here on these episodes, like, they make this nigga look strong as fuck. Did you not? Did you not notice like how strong they make him look? This man is like phasing in and out, like put, you know, putting his hand through people. I'm like, damn, this nigga Dodoria looks some other shit. They need to because this is the first establishment of Frieza's henchmen, and you gotta get to see the levels of henchmen. I get it. And you see, Dodoria is on a different level. He and really Dodoria is. doesn't care, really and this yeah. is why he's in close proximity to Frieza, and Kui <laughs> isn't in close proximity to Frieza. Frieza you know knows what I'm saying? I, can, I can make this nigga do whatever I want, and he gonna kill y'all. Frieza knows Doria will catch a body at any point, and no it's just what. without hesitation. Without hesitation, maybe some hesitation if he finds it funny, or they have a little inside joke that they have. He Other caught like that. four or five bodies in like thirty minutes. <laughs> So, and one of them was like, we're going to get into one of them was a child. So, well, listen, so this is the first kind of look at the ruthlessness of Frieza. We've seen rulers and people who lust for power, but Frieza takes it to a new level because he's crass. He's dangerous. He threatens everyone with a, with a, I'll say good time. Um, And just like, listen, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. You can give me the Dragon Balls or I destroy you. Knowing that I think everyone knows, if you're anyone who knows, Frieza's the type of person who will do one and then the other. No matter what. No matter, no matter what the option is. It's not a choose-your-adventure fanfic. Which is what's scary about the it. The end is dead. Yeah, <laughs> the end like, is dead. He'll be like, look, just tell me what I want. Give me what I want. And, you know, maybe I'll let you go. Vegeta's listening to this whole conversation throughout the Scouters, and I find that I was like, all right, this is the flaw of the scouter system. It has to be. <laughs> if you no can real... hear. You got to know everything, entire... right? Yeah. You hear this entire back and forth through the scouters. Something is wrong. Yeah. I Just totally agree. Wrong. I totally agree, bro. Uh-huh. It's, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, okay, how can you hear another conversation, but you not be able to pinpoint who else has a scouter and who's like the location? <laughs> It's it, it's a very it's flaw. A huge flaw in the in the mechanics of the scouter. Oh my god! Get Apple on this, please. <laughs> uh, 
because Apple uh, at this point, Apple made a skydive into a power level. We're almost there. Wi-Fi, everything, uh, LEDs, a A15 bionic chip, all types mm-hmm. of shit. Get that shit. So let's get into it. Obviously, Namekians versus the Freezer Force. I personally love the animation at this point. I think the animation they turn up. It takes yeah. it. Yeah, they take it a step further from. I think I don't even think we've seen animation this good since like the end of Dragon Ball. Like, there are definitely a few points during the whole Vegeta versus uh, Vegeta versus you know Z Warriors fight, but I don't think we see anything this good since the end of Dragon Ball. They they get these like it down pat when the warriors show up, the entire battles, the explosions, mm-hmm. everything. It just looks the great. music is it's suspenseful. Just, it's it's really one hundred percent. Um, I love the fact that the Namekians aren't taking <laughs> this necessarily lying down and letting invaders walk all over them, even though the invaders will one hundred percent walk over them eventually. The warrior <sighs> clan shows up. Get the come on, the warrior clan. All right, oh, so you talk God. about saying you talk about the Namekians don't Here necessarily. Go, they're whack. They're pussy. They're all this other shit. They have a warrior clan. Who's they have a warrior everything clan. Everything of the opposite. But I mean, Chi Chi may have a stronger power level than those guys. No, come on, come on, man, no. come on, man. No. They came in. They 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 all split in. They split up real quick. Landed in like Frieza was just like, you gotta be kidding me, man. They should have fused. That's what they they should. I was thinking. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, why didn't they just fuse? Like they should have. Why they just fuse? But they might be fused already. So, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we do. We do not know how many times they fuse with another Namekian to get to this point that they're in. So, yeah, you're if right. If they're the Warrior Clan, I'm assuming <laughs> you fuse a little bit, five or six times. Yeah, <laughs> to get the eighteen thousand power level. Couple of them, but also Guru is only one person. He can only spit out so many eggs. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Uh, I love the fight back and forth. Um, Mori, shout out to Mori, future guardian of Namek, becomes has a little MVP move, little juke step, <laughs> shoot up in the air, two fingers, destroys the scouters. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I <sighs> if you can't win, I, I at least I put yourself, at least I put the next it. person in the best position. I get it. He was like, I'm going to die. I know I'm going to die. Kids, start running. I'm gonna just do what I gotta do, and that that's that's it. Like, and I, I I did respect the plan because at that point he realized that the scouters were more of an issue for his people than anything at that moment because he knew I'm not gonna survive this, so I gotta just at least do what I can. So I, I respect it, but he he still died the way he needed to. <laughs> um. So Dodoria your body is the warrior clan, obviously. Mori gives him the fifth Dragon Ball in fear of like, okay, no more blood on my hands. We tried. We did the resistance thing. It's not working out. Here's the fifth Dragon Ball. After refusing to provide the location of the remaining Dragon Balls, Dodoria snaps Mori's neck <laughs> like it is a Kit Kat bar. It was really cool. We don't see that maybe ever again in Dragon Ball. Is somebody else else get their neck snapped even in Super yes. or anything like that? Who? Yes. Gohan. Gohan oh, gets kicked in the neck oh, by Raccoon. Yeah. That's and his true. neck completely breaks. That's true. You, know, you hear that? Like uh, that's true. But I mean, he put him in a headlock and just yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Steven Seagal on it. Put a little yeah, English yeah, on it. He, he did. <laughs> Where do you even learn that? You know, like the, the, the Freezer Force baby going around baby. That's Freezer Force thing, man. Come I actually on. loved it. I thought it was awesome because Dory are probably an instructor on how to kill. Yeah, he probably like, teaches a class or two. It was know? just different than like a beam or like a, a you know putting his hand through a guy's chest or whatever. It's like man, well, you, you just ripped him up, man. Put his well, he does all that. He still puts a hand through someone's chest. He I still know. shoots a beam out of his mouth, which Dodoria is made far. him look strong, man. Made that man look strong. He kills cargo. He's over. I don't know when to me. Like he's he's okay. out of here. He's out of here. I know, I know. No one knows Cargo, but we didn't even get the chance to know Cargo. Dende he was four, five, whatever age Dende was. They, him and them, they were just different fits of the same clan or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Dende luckily escaped. We could have not had Dende, by the way. It could have been Cargo. It could have been exploring cargo. with Cargo. Um, just Cargo and Cargo. Um, Cargo's dead. Dende, um, Gohan. Well, I put Goku on a nose. I wish 
Gohan comes out of the hiding because he can't stand this anymore. He's been watching. They've been watching from a mountain above, been slowly getting like, oh, you sense a power level? Must be a rat or a fish. <laughs> what? They didn't even care. Sometimes y'all read bird power levels. <laughs> I'm sure they get bored every time. I would get bored with my scouter and just be like, man. I wonder what's power level of that. Yeah. Let's see that. Who, which which one of these New York pigeons got the highest power level? <laughs> Who's the king of pigeons? Um, I mean, it's there. Gohan comes out of nowhere and kicks to Doria. Let me tell you this. I love a surprise kick out of nowhere. It never fails to pop me. Ever. Because it happens so often in this arc. Someone will come out of nowhere and kick the shit out of somebody. Right. I'm I'm always for it. Um, he kicks to Doria. Krillin grabs Dende. They race off. Frieza and Zarbon... They don't even like go after him. They're kind of like, what the fuck just happened here? <laughs> right. They're like, wow. Not even that. They're like, wow, that just happened. That's kind of their expression. Like, wow, that just happened. Dodoria, get off your fat butt and go get <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it when Frieza just comes up with the just the animosity, just the disrespect. Dodoria, get off your fat butt and go find he's, him. He's, he's a dick. And at that point, Dodoria has really been like doing the work for Frieza. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, Frieza, come on, man. This nigga, this nigga's out here doing this shit for you right now, man. Ooh, you know, race, I was, I was all in on Dodoria at this point. I'm telling you, like, look, I was never in on Dodoria. He looks so super strong, ugly. Like. Super ugly. Just super ugly. He is, yeah, but, but he is not. Uh, he is uh, the uh, ugly friend. Yeah, because Zarbon is like the total opposite, like handsome. Zarbon, beautiful. Yeah. Free uh, depends on what you're into, but <laughs> depends on what you're into. Just... <laughs> Dodoria is just ugly. No Are there people out there attracted to Frieza? Might be. Might be. We don't know. We don't know. But I'm not disrespecting them if they are. That is your, you know, that is your thing. Maybe people have a lust for power. And Frieza is just revs their revs their engine a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. She's got the swag. Listen, you don't have to be attractive. You just have to have confidence. That's what Frieza has. Yeah, that is... That's true. There you go. See? Made you believe that. Uh, <laughs> I do believe that. Yeah. Uh, the humans, okay, they played this little mini game. I love the little mini game. I'm sure this was in a video game or something. The door you chases you, you have to try to escape, blah, blah, blah. It definitely was in Xenoverse. <laughs> <laughs> Krillin uses the solar flare. Love a solar flare. Don't get it enough. Especially yeah, I mean, when it works against like uh, everyone too. <laughs> yeah, especially when no one sees it coming and there's no counter to it, unless you have sunglasses or something. But solar flare, we get it what it is, manages to blind the Doria, they manage to escape. However, Vegeta finds the Doria on his renegade hitman so, shit. Okay. I have I have this thing, which remember when I was telling you how strong they were making Doria look, you know, like even though yes, they were just the Mekians. Although their their warrior Dominicans got their ass whooped too, I feel like that was all to show how strong Vegeta was. Mm. I, re- I really do. I mean, I I know that like yeah, he's Dodori is ugly. He's not like the coolest looking you know uh, antagonist or anything like that. But he looked pretty strong at that point. Like we we understood why, like you said, why he's next to Frieza at all times. He's pretty ruthless. We just saw him kill a kid, and then like four or five other Dominicans. And here we are. We see Vegeta, like you said, Vegeta runs into him, and I mean, Vegeta just manhandles him. And it's an important part because we also kind of see how weak-minded Adoria really was because he was afraid of death when he realized how strong Vegeta was and told a pretty big secret. Ooh, boy, did he ever spill the tea? Let's talk yeah, about it. He spilled that shit. Adoria, who says, "If you don't kill me, I'll let you know what actually happened to Planet Vegeta," and he's like. What do you mean? What happened to Planet Vegeta? And he says, oh, you didn't know that a massive asteroid did not hit your planet? And the asteroid was actually known as Frieza? And he destroyed your entire planet with your father and all your friends? except And left you with Raditz and Nappa? You didn't know that? Crazy. Well, now that I told you. Let me, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that you're going to let me live, I think I'm going to go back to Frieza and just you know, pretend this never happened. Um, by right. the way, when do you think they're going to inform us about the whole beers thing? 
All right. So I, I know we we've kind of we chatted about this when we talked about super. The we last have to. Time. It's the biggest secret. Um, that's it really is looming. It's like they're just holding it, right? Um, so I, I don't know what their plan really is with this whole. You know, they they kind of tease the who's the next guy of destruction. Who, we we've kind of seen what they've been up to, but like I really don't know what they're planning on and how far it pushes Vegeta um, when learning that Beerus gave the okay. Um, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird actually thinking about it now. Watching this, it's like damn. I would have liked to see Beerus drawn in Dragon Ball Z time, like especially mm, this no. time. It would have been pretty bad looking, I'm sure. It would have been ugly. He would have had like um, white pants. Yeah, you, you already <laughs> know. But but he was there. He was there. I mean, we just he don't, was around. We don't know. Um, so I don't know when they plan on like exploring that and blowing that up. We know it's going to happen because they hinted at it, and they're obviously pushing that storytelling. It doesn't happen. It, we're not gonna see it anytime soon. No. Because no. we, if you read the manga, we know how deep that is uh, with moral. So I'm sure, I'm sure it'll go down when they figure out this whole. I think that God of Destruction stuff is, I think it's a real deal. I think that's going to be a whole arc in itself, you know. And we'll figure out if it's going to be Vegeta or whatever. We we don't know, but I'm I'm sure it's not going to go go uh, down well. But at the same time, I don't really know where they're going with it because is Vegeta going to care at that point? He's a different man so. right now. I think so. I think so. You think I think he's he felt like he's been lied to. Stronger know? ties, yeah. Been lied yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Been the thing. His entire will thing. Him? Will it push him to? What? I think so. Interesting. I think so. The fact that a god of destruction kind of like okayed the destruction of his planet, it and he's very close to that god of destruction. Yeah, yeah. And all this other stuff, it, it it's going to put him in a very different place. Um, and the lie, the lie was also created by Beerus. You know, the, I mean, hey, tell him it was an asteroid. Wasn't all Frieza. With that said, Vegeta, who was shocked, and then afterwards says, I don't really care. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm shocked, but like. Initial shock. My father like, well, is saying they're all weaklings compared to me. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh. And he just ruthlessly obliterates the Doria. Yeah. <laughs> it's ruthless. And when I mean obliterate, I mean he is obliterated. That is the only word you could use to describe how his face looks when that blast comes <laughs> and stretches it. I, I <laughs> kind of wish he died the first time, like when Vegeta had his arms pulled back. I was curious what Vegeta was up to there. Was he about to rip oh, his trying to arms off? Pull the arms off? Yeah, you remember what he did to uh, 19? Yeah, it was I 19. Think he was, I think he was about to do something similar to Dory. It probably would have been way more nasty because Dory is not an android. It would have been green Purple blood. blood <laughs> I think that's what he was planning, but the the, the explosion was hilarious. Uh, speaking of Vegeta, he's now on a trip, and he finds another village because he can sense power levels without a scouter because he learned that from Earth. How did he learn that? Mm-hmm. But he just does. Uh, you know, what do they call it? Uh, another thing I learned on Earth. Update? Quality of life update. There we go. Yeah. It's cool. Quality of life update somewhere. This firmware is updated. He finds a village nonetheless, destroys the entire village, mm. and collects one Dragon Ball and says, if I'm able to stop Frieza from collecting all seven, I can somehow steal the next Dragon Balls, and I will get my wish. So you he's got a plan. Water. He was smart for that, too. He's got he's a plan. Like, Throw this in the water. He's smart. Yeah. Even if they kill me, they won't find the seventh one. I'm sure yeah. they'll find it eventually. Yeah. I'm sure Frieza will send oh all the entire planet swimming on the water. Um, the Earthlings without Goku have now acquired Dende. Dende seems helpless. He just is. Uh, but you learn a little bit about Namek and all this other stuff. They have conversations. There are no female Namekians. Who are you? Oh, wow. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, they learn about the eldest Namek. And they said, who has the last Dragon Ball? Because currently five is in the possession of Frieza. One is in the possession of Vegeta. And for them to even be in the race, they need one. Mm-hmm. So they decide Krillin and Dende are going to fly over to meet the eldest Namek, who has the last Dragon Ball. That is where it ends on sort of Namek. Back on Earth, <laughs> actually a number of episodes ago, uh, Goku recovered with a Sensu Bean, has officially left for Namek, without the cappuccino machine. I wonder if that without was a dub. I wonder what the actual... I wonder what the actual dub says. Uh, he decides that he's going to begin training in his spaceship, hoping to train under 100 time 
Earth's normal gravity. And that will somehow make him a hundred times stronger because that is how that works. That's it how it works, huh? Gravity. Gravity. Uh, he also narrowly avoids the spaceship being pulled into a star by shooting a Kamehameha at it. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Do you like these little space exploration Goku things? They aren't necessarily yeah. whole. I mean, I some of them are whole episodes or majority of episodes, but they're not like take. It's not like a five episode six. It's not like running down Snake Way, which was like kind yeah. Of, it's wow. definitely not like that. I, you know, I, it was it's funny. This thing is doing ten thousand. You know, sit ups. You know, just chilling. Uh, dead guys are now on King Kai's planet. Yamcha, Tien, Chuck, Piccolo, all arrive on King Kai's planet. They follow, I guess, the normal scheme of things, which is if Goku trains under it, then these other guys have to train under it as well. <laughs> if Goku trains under Korin, these guys are training under Korin. If Goku trains under Kami, these guys are training after Kami. If Goku dies and trains on King Kai's planet, these guys are dying and training on King Kai's planet. Except, you know, the 100 times gravity doesn't work well for Yamcha, apparently. But the dead guys, they arrive on King Kai's planet. Guess we miss each other at the check-in station, Yamcha says. I was like, what? <laughs> Yamcha, sm- Goku smoked you. You were never had a yeah, chance like, of catching I mean, him man. at that check-in station. Come on, bro. Come on. Um, they all seem like dorks. I only say this because they... We watched Dragon Ball Z before Dragon Ball. Right. We had no idea how cool all these powers are. To me, when they die and are on King Kai's planet, they are more dorks than they've ever been ever. Mm -hmm. Because now they're eliminated from the entire prominent storyline in this arc because they're training and they train but as soon as they leave Namek, or as soon as they actually, as soon as they actually revive, they are no stronger than everyone who stayed alive. Yeah, I, I mean, the the training for them is like we're gonna train just like Goku is right now. But like, it really doesn't mean anything. They're just bored. No. Um. So there's, you know, what did I say here? Uh, I think that's kind of it. We can kind of wrap it up here. I mean, there's so much. History, I, I, uh, I'll i talk about it a little bit later on in terms of my qualms with the entire arc because we haven't reached a point where it becomes most prominent. But we're getting off. We're getting started. We're here. I actually learned something in in, 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 in researching all of this, that the Mechian Dragon Balls were actually made I from the Super that. Dragon Balls. I, saw I was like, that. whoa. That's pretty crazy. I was looking at it. I was like, I'm trying to find a source where this was cited, but I can't find it. It must be somewhere in Super or in some sort of reading or something. Off pieces to create their own. That's what I heard. Interesting. How did they stumble on the Super Dragon Balls and no one else has? And there's no mention of it ever. And they're huge. And it's like, oh, Freezer's destroying our planet. He's got the seven Dragon Balls. Maybe we should go and find those Super Dragon Balls. Remember those? <laughs> Maybe. Do something about this. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but with that said, I think we can run up here. Um, this is just our first episode, our first check-in. We, we we cleared a bunch of episodes. We still got a bunch more to actually clear. Mm-hmm. But it's going to uh, be fun on the way, though. So It's going to be fun. Next episode, let's, let's, let's talk about what's going to happen on our next episode of Lookout, which will be coming next week, Tuesday. So make sure if you want to continue hearing this, you stay subscribed to the Lookout and just follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, all this other stuff. Um, soon the Amazon podcast. Follow us everywhere. Follow us everywhere. Stay tuned. Uh, next episode is Vegeta. Vegeta's having, listen, might be peak Vegeta. This legitimately might be peak Vegeta. So, so that is what next episode yeah. is. Next yeah. episode is peak Vegeta. Vegeta doing all his running around, scheming at a high level, destroying at a high level. Um, intimidating at a high level. This is really everything that happens before the eventual humbling. <laughs> and boy, is he humbled. You know, it's bad, but yeah. it had to happen. Boy, is he humbled. Um, and with that, we kind of wrap things up here. Thank you guys for tuning in. 
yeah. of course, you can continue, as you said, subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter at the Lookout RNC, follow us on Instagram at the Lookout RNC, and we got some stuff up there as well. Um, make sure you continue to stay subscribed because we have so many shows, like we said, tomorrow, showdown. So showdown. after you listen to the show, it's going to be a great week. Subscribe great week button. Yeah, you will get the download and it'll be there. You can also listen to the Big Eyes podcast while you wait. If you haven't heard it already, you can also stay prepared because Thursday, the Mount Silver Boys, me, Jeff, Pat, we're going over Crown Tundra. So mm-hmm. that's something to look forward to. And we got a whole bunch of other content on RNC Radio. Are you guys doing part two of your RSPN? Yes. Yes, year? we are. Okay. Yes, we are. So, and our season may be back here. sooner than anticipated, too. So, yeah, me and, <laughs> me and Mark, me and Mark are, we're, we're working on some things, yeah. Uh, so you have that to look forward to. If you're interested in sports, you can follow the Elite Media Group uh, on everything there. And also, oh, A-Show this week. By the way, three-year anniversary of the A-Show. Incredible. Tomorrow. Wow. So Three wow. years of the A-Show. Three years. That is insane. We're unveiling a whole bunch of new things. If you listen to this first, we're unveiling a new logo, and we've got new music, and we're doing Ooh. some fun stuff. Very so nice. I'm letting you guys know that because... I like that you guys listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, but with that said, thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, I am Meals. That's Platinum Chanel Boy himself, Jeff. Yes, sir. Um, don't meet us there. Beat us there. Spin the lookout. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah.